Mississauga people. Are we born? Toronto. Toronto. Need no pronunciations. I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. Yes, there is. Whatever you're feeling, take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Not That Sorry. You're here because you're just as fun and foin and black and Canadian as we are, with zero apologies for it. So you're not that sorry. So I'm Jan, the one who is happy to have gotten a to roller skate this afternoon, because, whew, I needed it. Uh, Antonia, who I witnessed uh, whirling and twirling and do two fabulous costume changes in the same day to be doing all the things, she joins me. She's right here. Very tired. Yeah. Like, you look great. Yesterday was a long day. (laughs) And the man happy to not have been dragged to any of these things, John's here, too. Sup? Sup? Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's why John and I are friends. I don't invite him to things. <laughs> went to two very different birthday parties. Well, birthdays are back, y'all. Uh, so yeah, let us begin. Uh, Winnipeg's Hudson Bay Building is being given back to the First Nation to a First Nations group, and I just thought, hey, all right, but also like, can we do something out of this land? Like, I hate symbolic gestures and. Get the hell out of here with all that sometimes. But, like, if anybody's like, yeah, this is cool, everybody get on board, I will. But until then, suspicious side eyes. So, just giving them the building and the land it's on, yeah. Okay. So For they, them to just be like, here it is, like, this is all yours. You own it, do you? Do, yeah. Okay, so it's up to them to do, figure out what they're going to do with it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else? Uh, Matea Roach is now tied for Jeopardy's longest win streak at nine. Nice. Nova Scotia's own. She made over like twenty something thousand dollars. Yeah, she, uh, she was like, oh, I played with my student loans. Yeah. Like, uh, so I was like, uh, it's a time for me to get really good at trivia, so I can also pay off my student loans. I'm saying, and I think she went to law school, so that was just extra debt. Storing so many facts in my brain just hurts. Like studying for law and the bar and everything else, isn't and then enough. to go on Jeopardy <laughs> and, and crush it. Like, great job. Good for you. Um, That's why they won't cancel student debt because people keep going on shows like this and winning money. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> hey, Stop being smart, you guys. <laughs> yeah, but even there's there <clears throat> you win anything in the States, you get taxed, so that's true. That's true. Well, between the tax, but also like she might make it back in the exchange rate. Either way, I think she still comes out ahead. She's probably breaking even. Yeah, that's true. I mean she's I at this point, what she's done, she's already paid off her student loans the winning she's gotten so far. Yeah, so, so she's done that this part. Is just gravy. She did the smart thing. <laughs> this is just gravy. And it's awesome. Um also, Raptors fans, Scotty Barnes is your Rookie of the year. He's such a baby. He really is. Like <laughs> so proud. <laughs> um, so I th- I was talking to Jamal about it later. I'm like, yeah, so this this kid, he's like, he's he's he listed his height. I'm like, he's twelve. Isn't he like twenty <laughs> one? Like, he's a he's, child. He's a child. <laughs> I don't care if he's six seven. Exactly. You could be a six seven twenty year old, like you're Hello. a child. <laughs> exactly. Uh speaking of those raptors, they avoided the sweep. Ugh. Take that Shaq. It was so Oh, yeah. Uh, Playoff basketball, baby. Stress. (laughs) There's this guy in the bar I was watching him yesterday who was just incensed. 
Because at one point, I don't know who was you taking... You tell him to take someone, it to Jurassic Park? Someone, I think it's Siakam was taking these... He had three free throws he could take because of the foul that happened. And one of the fouls that happened, and he got the first one to get the other two. And the way that this man yelled at the TV, I was like, I got this like horrifying feeling that he was just going to like yell the N-word randomly. He was Jeez. mad. <laughs> he was mad. No. He was like, how could you... It's a free throw. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, don't turn around, don't turn around, don't turn around. And you were very engaged. Yeah, everyone was very engaged. <laughs> well, sports. <laughs> um, to movie news, the we might recall the the man from Toronto, the one that started Kevin still Hart. Happening? It here's the thing. Um, they got a bit of a release hiccup. It was due in theaters this summer. But because Sony's got a distribution deal with Netflix, it's going to be on Netflix later, TBD. <laughs> so so it's not going to be in theaters? And no one's no. going to see it. <laughs> and no one's ah! going to see it. Sorry, Kevin Hart. Dang. No one's going to see it. I mean, he's still making his millions. I'm going to see it because so I, I need to see the, the well, party I mean, scene you that had I got to, to watch. Yeah, the, you, had the to, you were of, there to witness some of the things. So now you're connected to it. Everyone else is like, whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kevin Hart's doing a thing again. Oh, The Rock's not here? Forget it. Don't <laughs> care. <I, okay. laughs> Um, and continuing on with Netflix, um, Ryan Gosling is to star in The Gray Man, directed by the Russo brothers, and it is set to be Netflix's most expensive film. What is it about? I don't know. Ryan Gosling doing stuff. I think he's like a black the most kind of guy. expensive one? It, it, could be, it could be the Russos. It could be shoot locations. Damn. I can't wait to find out. Hurry up before the money dries up. Damn. Oh. <laughs> you know what? More on that later. Let's take a short break. <laughs> Next stop, what you saying? All right, so what you saying? Sports are still racist. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> so here's the deal. Black Canadian bobsleigh athlete Shaquille Murray Lawrence alleges racism in Olympic team selection. Now, he, for those CFL heads in the room, John, um, used to play pretty decent enough running back, Bobsleigh Canada asked him to quit to make this Olympic team. And that's an important fact I need you to hang on to later. So despite outperforming his rival Jay Dearborn, also a CFL player, not asked to quit, shows up, only competes five times before Beijing, Ends up taking Shaquille's spot in the four-man because what once um, Bobsleigh Canada was reached for a comment, they said Jay Dearborn was picked because he was versatile in the two and the four-man, even though that decision was supposed to be made in a head-to-head two-man, and Shaquille still won. What? So. Um, and it's also not the first time Bobsleigh Canada has fumbled the ball on the treatment of their athletes. If we'll remember one Kaylee Humphreys who won a ton of medals for us. And they fumbled that. They did not want to take her harassment complaint seriously. She said, peace, and then won gold for the U.S. Yeah. Just happened. So other black Canadian bobsleigh uh, athletes like uh, Cynthia Appiah is like, well, yeah. Totally happens. Sorry. Happens. So. So they asked him to quit. They didn't ask the other person to quit. What was their reasoning? How do you justify that? 
Uh, and then put them up for the same thing, but not mentioned not, in the comments. That doesn't make any sense. Of course it doesn't. Has racism ever made sense? True, but I'm just in general, <laughs> just like the asking of one person to quit over the other person to quit, and being like, oh, but actually now this person's versus oh, blah blah. This worked better for us. Yada yada yada. And now he's just like in the like in out in the water. Like, how does that? What does he do now? Exactly. Um, he's trying back out for CFL teams. Uh, that's what Shaquille's doing. He is so, a uh, Scarborough Thunder. Is he now? Nice. Well then, it's close to home. Damn, who isn't? That team just puts out the hits. <laughs> literally, like <laughs> literally. Damn, I am impressed. <laughs> um, so I bring that up to ask the two of you. Um, do you think in something meant to be as inherently imperial as sports is in that numbers aren't numbers don't lie, performances speak for themselves, like. Should should that be enough to change or be – should we be further along in eliminating bias if we just let the numbers do the talking? And how can change like that – How would, what would that look like to either of you? Say it again, sorry. So, like, how, how, can, we, how can we make it so that it's only performance-based and not – because, I mean, we know, especially in amateur sports – a lot of these teams are picked. It's a political move and whatever. It's like, you know, their favorites are played. Like, you're, you, certain programs have developed certain kids since they were young, and they're just always stapled around. Like, that's one thing. Yeah. But sports that are performance-based, like, can we get to a point where we don't – like, there's clearly a bias here. Whether they want to say it's racially motivated or not, there's a real bias here. Yeah. So, so what do we – what can this look like? What can change to a biased team selection look like to you? Ain't that making sense? I'm going to let John take this one. Um, Just got to get rid of the administration, the coaches, whoever's doing that current level of evaluation based on personal or set standard rules. Um. Think we'll get to a point where we can actually check for that? <laughs> Possibly. I mean, it's you know, it's gonna take obviously, you know, a group of let's just say recently retired, you know, group of athletes to that step into the, you know, administration roles and um these decisions that are more adapt to, you know, what's out there because I was looking at that, you know, that that this are that RBC you know, mm-hmm. that program that they have going. Yeah. I'm like, that could literally change the game if that's how it is because the way everything's muddled with the COVID and some of these athletes, well, what do you do? Well, you know, I mean, those kind of things, put it in the algorithm computer, let's spit yeah. it out and <laughs> yeah. give you a new career. And you, you know what I mean? Like it could mm-hmm. possibly put you doing different things that you never thought you were doing, could possibly do before. But, um, and I mean, uh, you're gonna get different athletes, and I mean the way Canada is now, you're getting different athletes in different um, spaces, different sports that they they weren't before. Mm-hmm. Um, so get ready, and you, y'all need to start changing because it's coming, and it's coming quick, heavy, and hard, and it's not gonna stop. Yeah, you know, it's already. I mean, how many medals you gotta have to miss out on? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look, I mean, you've seen over the last what decade. Yeah. You know, possibly 20 years, you know, the amount of um, 
black Canadian athletes that are out there during um, the Olympic uh, Winter Games. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. You know, that's increased. And it's not just, you know, bobsled, it's... Um, figure skating it's yeah it absolutely is. you know it's all these other stuff and, and you know same thing you know tennis and you know soccer and all the rest of these other sports that are just starting to really you know cap off and basketball is starting to become a steady pipeline footballs you know shoring up same thing and i mean sports in general is just the the face of it and the face of the athletes playing are changing um, and you can thank, you know, our immigration and, you know, all that. <laughs> Shout out to multiculturalism. <laughs> I mean, that's just, this is the, one of the benefits of it, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, so if the people picking and choosing are used to picking and choosing based on seniority or, you know, I don't know, respect because, you know, Captain... Jean-Pierre Guy, <laughs> you know, was captaining the bobsled team for, you know, the last how many... Jean-Jacques-Jacques-Jean? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, respect do, but, like, if, you know, the kids are piling up behind you and you're feeling their spikes, Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I get it, but there's only so many, you know, sled teams that are going to do it and, quite frankly, want to win. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, I mean, yeah. you did have that one new sport, wasn't the singular um, bobsled? Mm-hmm. So, the mono bob. You know. New name required. <laughs> again, more ways to just, you know, say, screw it. It's going to go head down this by myself. and. But it's still expensive. Like, these yeah. these sleds are not cheap to make because they have no, to weigh a certain amount. Not cheap they, to yeah, travel either. And that's exactly it. And, yeah to maintain the cost of maintaining um, these tracks and all of that. There had been some, some stories about how um, the you Olympic park them? in, in Calgary w- had to shut down. Yeah. I mean, it was during COVID, but like, they're like, yeah, even without it, we are, we are having to look to do this anyway, because we have no money and there's no money. And why is there no money? I'm like, so why isn't there money in medals for one and two, what? <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> Leave it to Canada to end up being really good at something and still just can't quite keep the party going because well, I mean, we ran it, out of pizza. Yeah. If you don't win, the money's not going to follow. Yeah, and I get you know? bobsleigh's not particularly possible, like popular, like like track in the summer. It gets its 15 minutes of being popular every four years, and then, yeah, uh, yeah see you later. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So... I yeah, I mean, not a lot of people. I mean, when was the last time you heard someone saying, "I'm going to go watch them um, spend the weekend <laughs> up in the mountains watching the qualifiers for you know the four man"? I mean, someone bobsleigh. does, but like, I don't <laughs> know the them. Majority. Yeah, people who live near them. mountains. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, just those mountain people. folk. Mountain yeah. folk. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> no, I get it, and like with these CFL players that are. And other athletes, uh, track athletes that have made the transition, it seems to be more popular in um, in Canada. Like the U.S., you've seen some track athletes who have made the jump as well. And like most of the athletes of color who have made to bobsleigh at least were from another sport. So how have we not found a way to capitalize 
their audience from that other sport to be like, hey, you remember this person? Look what they're doing now. Yeah. Watch this sport. For the same reason as what you said, it's only you're only seeing them once every four, yeah, four years. I mean, it's, there's not, it's not. I can't say it's a lucrative sport. I don't know if it is. I don't know either. I'm gonna you know assume I mean? it's not. Yeah, because I mean, it's not like it's on any sports. I mean, I'm sure CBC shows. You know, we do. <laughs> <laughs> you can always rely on CBC to be shown. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the got, international events, amateur sports, like yeah. amateur sports. So it's it is what it is, bread and butter. But I mean, unless you're keeping up with it, you're not you're not really doing it. Like, granted, I knew you know I played with one of the um, dudes that was ended up on the bobsled Brag. team. Well, I mean, name drop. Who is it? I was like, can you name drop? Um, Jesse Lumsden. I didn't play uh, with him. Oh, but I mean, that was my guess. That was my know. best guess. <laughs> And he um was a legit freak of nature. Yeah. And he just went from playing football straight to um Bob's the team. Yeah. And I mean and that's kinda what it is. Like, you know, it went from him, Jesse, now you got, you know, these Why guys. Can't I think of who this is. Just tell me. Why don't you just say it? <laughs> Julio Zardo. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was before Jesse. That's right. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know. When I read the story, I'm just like, what the hell? Like, Everything this isn't, it's not like basketball where it's a team sport and, like, it's it can be very political that way if you use no, the excuse of, like, team no, chemistry and it's, whatever. It's but, like, team of, get down the hill the fastest. It's a team of, <laughs> it's a team of. Um, and alive. Yeah. Uh, individual private contractors, you know what I mean? Like all <laughs> just ain't got no correlate, you know, nothing real cool, nothing. But what they do is what you know for that whatever how many seconds it takes to get down there. Yeah, that's what they do well. And I mean, but like you got to sync that up. Like when you read it all and you hear about you know yeah. bobsled tales. I mean, yeah, it's a cutthroat um business. Like you don't even like your driver, and your driver doesn't like your you know guy in the tail end like but like you like winning don't you well i mean that's the measurement for the most part right it's not like but you guys are chatting in there like push the sled jump in on time yeah, get down well, the hill I mean, <laughs> okay guys there's four of you but that uh, but i mean that's where the politics is right, right? it's four it comes down to four people or two it. people and i mean you got a coach you got a administrative bobsled yeah whatever group of you know leaders and board or whatever you want to call them and you know they're picking and choosing who you know who's their favorites who's who they got their money on and who knows whatever else is involved there if i roll my eyes any harder i'm gonna hurt myself <laughs> but i mean if you, you had someone who's you know charismatic and really you know outspoken that that's like we do <laughs> that's you know maybe you could take advantage of them but maybe you know if you're not prepared and scared and this is where you're at, yeah. which is, you know, for the most part, going to be a lot of these sports until they finally just accept that, you know, okay, I'm holding the program back. Yeah. Or someone decides for them that you're holding the program back. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been watching Winning Time, so that's been, like, in my brain as well. I'm just like, who's going to be the person to, like, come in and, like, shake it up? Just be like, yo, 
Bobsled's about to be for the people. It's about to be a show. I'm talking pyrotechnics. Well, I'm ever like, you know get I mean? to that point. <laughs> Where's that person who's I like, don't I have know. ideas. Come forward. <laughs> we Their ideas are too expensive. <laughs> well, everything costs. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Everything Their costs. Their ideas are too expensive for a sport that not enough people are paying attention to. Like, everybody who's, everybody who's trying to bid for a share of uh, the Chelsea Football Club, like, if you don't make it, like I got ideas for your money, I can I can drag and send bitch. Like well, I got have, things. Um, who, who is it? Is it Richard Petty or Tannenbaum? Tannenbaum. Tannenbaum. That's um. But also like I said, Richard Petty. <laughs> but also like um, Lewis Hamilton and Serena Williams and like other billionaires are just like gimme, like okay, <laughs> but also hey. <laughs> I got things. Less money. <laughs> some money in the Argos. Hi. I'll take that. I will take that. I was actually thinking about season tickets the other day. <gasps> Let's do it. Let's look at them, yeah. I think I'd look good in Argo double blue. I could commit. I could do that. I'd do that for you. <laughs> I'd do that for you. <laughs> I'll cheer you both so, up. So, someone's, <laughs> someone's gotta keep this league together. <laughs> oh, damn. damn it, it's us. <laughs> it is it's us. y'all. <laughs> you see me? I just dragged you all into a 15 minute conversation yeah. about bobsleigh, so I'm trying to keep everything alive. <laughs> all dead things I'm trying to keep alive. Damn. But yeah, while John and I go shop for season tickets, <laughs> we're gonna close it there and we'll take a short break. Next up, the ship. Welcome back. Thank you so much for sticking with us. It is time for another go-round of the ship. One by one, we will discuss the eight picks chosen by us. Vote between the three of us, two to one wins, until we have a winner of the champion ship. Keeping with my fixation of on Netflix currently (laughs) (laughs) and all of their shenanigans and how quickly they might die. Like... Just, they just might. The, as soon as they stop clowning Blockbuster, like this is, now it's their time. Like Karma, here it is. Yeah. Karma knocked on yeah, the Everyone's like, <laughs> Blockbuster, we're in the garbage. I was like, and here we are. Here we are. Everything dies. How much did what they, what you gonna do? What, what's the number that they're saying that they're gonna charge? For? Or no commercials, I guess. Oh, they're thinking of adding commercials? Yeah, they are. Yeah, Netflix is that, yeah. And oh, I was like, bitch. we were escaping this. So now they're doing tier level, so you can pay. Obviously, you pay a level. Wow. You think, have a premium level to have no yeah. no ads, and everything else will be like. Well, so if you want to be cheaper again, if you want to go be cheaper again, it'll be. But then you have ads. Yep. Wow. Yep. Let me take this moment to tell you all to subscribe to CBD Gen. <laughs> Commercials are like you can go premium for a lot less. Yeah. But you don't have. What we're going to discuss on this ship, <laughs> these Netflix originals. And I tell you, eight picks is not enough. <laughs> we are definitely going to have to do a part two. But that being said, we'll deal with the part one that we have on, let's call it the, let's call it Netflix West. <laughs> We've got Ozark, Russian Doll, The Witcher, Sense8. And on Netflix East, we've got Sex Education, Last Chance You, Making a Murderer, and Stranger Things. And I know you're all yelling, but what about... I know, we'll get to it. I swear. <laughs> Probably. Because there's a lot. Yeah. I 
failed to recognize just how much original content Netflix has made already. And a lot. like we didn't even pick a movie. Nope. Of this first part. So yeah, <laughs> it's uh, something we're going to have to think about in the, as I debate whether or not I'm going to go along with this price hike. Like there's so much, but also there's just, like the, the ultimatum. Ooh. So like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> the one just seeing the first payment go through for that past month like my heart was like eh. mm-hmm. so yeah we'll see if i make it to next month <laughs> understood so sorry i digress our first matchup is ozark versus russian doll um i personally have not started russian doll but he- have heard great things and i am a season behind on ozark so my opinion is limited <laughs> those of you who don't know russian doll is um, essentially a uh, a darker uh, Ferris Bueller, <laughs> or sorry, a darker. Um, I thought it was more Groundhog sorry, Day. Sorry, Groundhog Day. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Darker version. So like, this person dies, <laughs> and she keeps reviving, coming back, and being like, doesn't really know what's going on. Keeps repeating the same event over and over again, and then eventually, when she realizes what's going on, there's a weird loop. She tries to break out of it, but can't. And it's just like, so she's meeting different people throughout this entire experience. Um, and by the end of the season, there's this really fun twist that now I'm so excited that the second season is back. Cause I'm like more on this. Wonderful. So, um, it's a lot of fun to see, oh, shoot. What is her name? She gives me, she gives me very much Tatiana Maslany like v- energy. Yeah. And like, she is just, oh, she's incredible. Natasha Leone. Yeah. Uh, Natasha I, like, Leone is I like her and everything. Yeah. Natasha Leone is amazing. And she has just. This energy for this show that is perfect, and it literally couldn't have been anybody else to do this show. Yeah. I, I like a dry humor. Cast. I like a dark humor. I like dark delivery yes. kind of thing. So. Perfect cast for this. Um, so, very excited. Yeah, so, like, for those of you who watch, like, Orange and New Black, she was the main character in that. Um, yeah, somehow did not Pie. make this this bracket. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, Listen, I watched, like, three episodes of that show, and I went, nope. <laughs> Episodes, not seasons. Nope, episodes. just episodes. And yeah. I was like, not for me. So yeah, <laughs> it's a specific type. Yeah, but yeah, Natasha Leone, give them one her flowers. She deserves them. Uh, yeah, Russian Doll is my pick. Ozarks, I have started and stopped and started again, so I have no opinion on that. Uh, season one was fire. It it ran like it wasn't getting a season two. Like it just did so much, in my opinion. I mean, I mean, no spoil. I won't spoil anything, but like it stepped on the gas and just didn't let up and i mean season two they had to slow down because they got the season two but like i said i'm a season behind i'll get to it shut up um, <laughs> but yeah i love jason bateman um the other the girl that plays uh what's her name the, the girl that he meets down there um she's fantastic why can't i think of her name either way um the blonde one yeah little bird yeah either way she's fantastic as well so i'm like ah oh sorry <laughs> yep i'm gonna have to do that that's literally um yeah don't fire make, don't make um, the time break just i mean jason bateman at his finest yeah i'll give it I'll he's give a it treasure at this bateman. point um oh a treasure downset. You know what? No, I mean it's because listen, there's <laughs> I, I put I I I'll give all respect due to um you know 
guys from that era who are still doing it. Not just doing it, but yeah, controlling it. You know what I mean? Like putting themselves in a position to be able to do, you continue, continue working in various, you know, mm-hmm. avenues with whatever their production companies are putting out there. So, you know, Bad Words was fantastic as a movie just to go with the before Ozark. The last thing I saw Jason Bateman in was that and he directed as well. And I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Good for you. Yeah. That movie is so damn funny. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. And this is, I mean, the writing is just incredible. The storyline is, is incredible. It's all original. Um, you don't know what's going to happen because it's always just like, you're kidding me. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I went in expecting like, yeah. oh, I'm like, oh, we're trying Breaking Bad again, are we? And it is not. No. <laughs> it is, is not. So. Which I'm very pleased about. Yep. If you uh, haven't seen it, I encourage everybody to go check it out. But yeah, that's my vote. Yeah, I will I will vote Ozark as well, only because I haven't watched Russian Bell yet. Um, yeah. There might be a moment where I retract my statement. I won't know that until I watch, <laughs> which I definitely will. So Ozark advances. On the other side, we've got Sex Education versus Last Chance You. Also harder than I thought it would be, but granted, I only have season one of Last Chance You under my belt. I'm still going to go with Sex Education because... I have, I have watched all of Last Chance You because Jonas made me watch it. Um, oh, I and love it. It was, it was really great. <laughs> made you watch it or you wanted to watch it? No, you made me watch it, but I also She got passively watched it and then and ended then up I, liking and it. And then I ended up liking it. So, yes, I'm correct my first statement. Oh, I love <laughs> So, uh, just... That I yeah, last chance it was great. John got to watch me be very like heated, upset about like football culture. Yes, <laughs> like you could just yell at children like that. I discovered like, yes. a very maternal <laughs> side to me. Like I just wanted to protect those boys from everybody, all the things. And, and John's just like, boys, like, like boys, am I right? I'm like the babies. <laughs> Won't anybody think of the children? Like literally me for all the seasons, just being like, are they okay? And then like anytime we watch football, John goes, remember that guy from the from the I'm like, that's in there. And I'm like, oh, so proud. <laughs> I was like, oh, it says, I'm so happy for him. Good job. <laughs> um, no, nah, but sex that, education. I was gonna blew, say, is that enough to sway sex your Sex education blew up my life. Like I, that Thank show, you. that show, I just love. I can't first, foremost, and forevermore. British shows are just superior, and like you can find me on that, but like they're just better. So Damn. it is what it is. Um, the humor is always better. The dry, but also Goddamn. British humor is my humor. Like that dry, I do love a dry like humor. super cutting. Like I'm gonna tell you who you are, and then like smile about it and be like, bless you. Like they're the they're for me they're the equivalent of Southerners with like the bless your heart type thing, but like ah. but like a little <laughs> bit spicier about it. Um, in, the, in this country of less spice. Yeah, yeah. Like, Brits are very much like, you know, like, you know, keep everything in. You don't express your emotions. Stiff Everything's stiff up. And then they'll be like, actually, no, I feel like doing this thing. And you're like, oops. <laughs> no, we've crossed the line. Uh, no, Sex Education, they killed it. Like, all three seasons, phenomenal. Like, yeah. there are no misses. They really just went all out. And they were like, <laughs> screw it. Like, we're going to talk about everything. We're going to yeah. explain a lot of these things. We're going to make this a safe space for everybody. Like, it was just... Hit after hit after hit after hit. And all the different actors who were in there and seeing how they've all progressed as well, too. One of them ended up in season two of Bridgerton and crushed it. Crushed like, it. Simone Ashley, like, did such an amazing job. And, like, so they are all, like, having... And there's they brought in people in that show, too, who are, like, well-seasoned British actors as well. And seeing them in this show that was mostly around children, I don't know. It was yeah. great. It was great. Shout out to it. Agent Scully. I lived it. <laughs> Jillian, looking yeah. great. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, I mean... 
listen, last chance you, wonderful, super educational. I learned a lot about myself and also just <laughs> about um, huh, sports culture. <laughs> from like, and especially like from a coach perspective. Yeah. Like that was really hard for me because I, did, I never had coaches like that. Yeah, it's wild. It's, it certainly is wild. Yeah. And, you know, being a former varsity athlete and knowing and seeing and knowing, you know, friends, family go through it as well. I'm just like, yeah, I knew it was bad, but like, damn, you caught it on camera that bad. Why? <laughs> In HD. Why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my vote is for sex education as well. I'm sorry, John. Uh, I'm quite sorry. <laughs> Last chance you was great though. Honest to God. And like, I, I don't think we have anything on this, on this board that straight up sucks. Like it's, it's hard. Uh, sorry. Shake your head while I power <laughs> forward here. Um, next we've got The Witcher versus Sense8. Now, Sense8, I haven't watched anything of, and The Witcher I am obsessed with. So, my vote is for The Witcher, <laughs> pending viewing of Sense8, but only hearing about how it got canceled abruptly, the fans got, like, Firefly-style pissed, and the rally to get the... All right, here's your makeup movie. I respect the hell out of that, and it's got to be great to inspire that kind of reaction. Sensate is a show about people who are interconnected um, via like telepathy and all those other things. But like, it's it's like they really just like dive into each other's like emotions as well because they're all from from a like a pod essentially. They're all born. They're all made. Um, and the thing, and then they go off to live their own lives, having no idea of what this crazy connection they have to people like across the world is. And it's about them like finding each other, and then fighting against the people who created them. And it is insane. Like you have Americans, you have Brits, you have like other Europeans, you have people in Africa. There's people like people in India, like and all these people. There's a group. There's always a group of eight in each pod, um, and they all just like are so in tune with each other, emotionally, spiritually, physically, everything. And it's like the wild ride of watching all these different characters trying to navigate their newfound experiences and being like, is this weird? Am I weird? What's going on? And then be like, nope, because you're, you're experiencing this too. Cool. <laughs> Who else is experiencing this? And the show just takes you for such a ride that like when it ended abruptly the way that it did the first time around, the ripple effect was like a tsunami because yeah. like people around the world were like, absolutely not. You've done this to us before. We've lost other shows before. We are not backing down. Yeah. We can and do it was a whole bracket on one and done. It was honestly Netflix. shocking that they were like, okay, 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 okay. But we got in there early because at the time, other originals weren't as expensive as this one. Right. So aside from, I think Marco Polo was ahead of Marco that. And they Polo, got like two and done and, and then, a movie. And then uh, um, the other show with the with the DJs, so those boys who were like the rap DJs and the oh um, not on my block no. Um, the get down. The get down. So good. So things Why like that. Why did I put this on the so list? Things like that would get canceled. I know. Things like that would get canceled. It was like, oh, it's too expensive. So like, we were on the ground floor before all these other more expensive things got game because they definitely now they would have been like, it's not happening. Like, yeah, just make your own, draw your own conclusions. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, we'll wait for all the fan art and whatever else and the fan fiction you're gonna make. Yeah. Uh, but since it was great. Yeah, I gotta. Great. It's on my list. It's just sitting there chilling. <laughs> I already know I'm gonna like it. Yeah, my vote's still The Witcher. I mean, it's Henry Cavill. It's medieval-type weaponry. It's magic. It's deceit. It's revenge. It's 
love, it's war, it's all the things you want in a fantasy. It's cool creatures, it's everything you want in a, fa- in a, a fantasy show. Did I mention Henry Cavill? Because, <laughs> yeah. So, The Witcher. And it's, it's, um, its source material is so extensive in a way I had no idea. Like, there are books, there's a game, there's video game that all tie into all these things that just came from this one weird guy. And it's just <laughs> like, I'm always fascinated by expansive worlds like that. So, yeah. Expansive worlds in Henry Cavill. I'm in there. The Witcher. <laughs> nice. John, flip a coin. Yeah, you have a coin? Of course not. Who cares cash anymore? I'm sure there's an app I'm for sure, that. I mean, I ha- yeah, there is, but also I have, like, it's, it's in my room. <laughs> we'll just pick one. I'm just going to pretend th- I'm going to, I'm going to, no, I can't do it. I'm going to think of, I'm going to think of a side <laughs> for the coin. Okay. I'm going to throw it in the air. No, 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 no. <laughs> whatever, no, 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 not, not with the Witcher, the other one. So Sensei wins, yeah. okay. <laughs> wasn't pulling teeth at all. I was ready to do this pretend coin toss. And just, <laughs> you were ready, like, with really full, full binding. I even, I even like, <laughs> clasped my hand. <laughs> full binding. It's not to drop this imaginary coin. All right, so our final opening matchup, we've got Making a Murderer and Stranger Things. Yo, the phenomenon that was Making a Murderer that completely gripped us, I don't know if it was the pandemic push or just no, how it, completely bonkers it was, like... No, making a murder was was. Or was that? Oh, was that Tiger yeah, King that Tiger was, pan- King was pandemic? pandemic? Yeah, yeah, was, that was twenty twenty. Yeah. How did I have time making to murder rush was making a murder? Twenty nineteen, or was that twenty earlier? I think that was twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen. It's one of the. What is time? Honestly, <laughs> a lie. Yeah, I crushed that in a way that I have never crushed a documentary series before, and. I like not to say that I was hate watching it, but I was hating everything I was seeing and couldn't turn <laughs> it away, like. Man. The first introduction to Netflix documentary um, investigative documentaries. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fair point. Which and like Stranger Things is just a really, really good like coming of age. Oh shoot, Making Murder was twenty fifteen. Yeah. What? That was the first Girl season. Murder, yeah. 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 And then second season was twenty eighteen. Forgive me, I have lost yeah, all <laughs> sense of time. That I can blame on the pandemic. Um damn. So one of the maybe the second season came out. Second season was twenty eighteen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then they they have three seasons currently. Or no, no, no. Sorry, they only have two. They're asking if there's three seasons. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Pandemic. What I mean, I was gripped on a Stranger Things as well because it just wasn't. I didn't know what I was expecting, but it definitely wasn't that. And it was, just you know. It was cool at first, like little kids, like solving stuff, doing stuff, taking on the supernatural, whatever. It was very like. E.T., very Gremlins, very Goonies. Like, I was down for all of that. And then they get older and things get a little darker. I'm like, okay, I'm still here for it. So, yeah, so I'm going to give it to Stranger Things. I'm really looking forward to this new season. I, I also want to give it Stranger Things because I have never watched Making Murder. I don't have any interest in those type of shows. But it does look Damn. interesting. It is. From what I have seen. I just, my only, my only beef with Stranger Things right now is the fact that they keep 
putting out trailers like a year in advance of the show and I'm like I'm no longer deal excited. with it I'm no longer excited <laughs> like there's like a newer trailer that came out and I was like I will not be watching this <laughs> I was like just deal give me the show already <laughs> kids already got married and I'm a kid <laughs> yeah I was like oh, like last year like last year this time they were Very like Game of Thrones of the hey we didn't slow down the aging of these children so like, you gotta oh my do goodness. something last year this time they are like season 4 guys July 2022 and I was like go away <laughs> go away immediately <laughs> no one's talking to you stranger things like, leave me alone. <laughs> All right. So we've got our semifinal matchups. We've got Ozark versus Sense8. Um, again, I haven't seen it, so I'm going to give it to Ozark. So you two fight. Ozark. Well, not much of a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It was between Ozark and, and Sense8. Sense8. I mean, I'm going to give it to Sense8. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry <dude. laughs> That's fine. It's a John Tatership. <laughs> Um, on the other side, we got Sex Education and Stranger Things. Uh, ooh, I'm going to give it to Sex Education, I think. I think so. Over Sense8? Over Stranger Things. Over Stranger let's, Things. Let oh, Sense8 yeah. go. It's Sorry, gone. you're right. Uh, <laughs> she yeah, I'm giving Sex Education over Stranger Things for sure. Wow. I, I don't know why I expected a bit more resistance to that. Yeah. <laughs> Stranger Things. Yeah, you lost. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> We've moved past it. It is Ozark versus Sex Education in the finals. Ozark. Damn. <laughs> Don't make me do this. Don't I'm giving it to Sex Education. <laughs> I will too. Sex Education because I'm actually I'm actually caught up on the show, and that's the only way I could decide on it. Like that's we're really comparing apples to houses now. So Sex Education's our winner. <laughs> now, before you continue yelling, we know we left a ton of really good stuff on the board because Netflix has made so much and they just, they has won and done so much, which is what makes me angry. <laughs> but I will not that sorry that another time. So let us know of the ones that are picked because we know we didn't pick all of them. Let us know what you think. Thanks so much for listening and all that jazz. And um, hopefully we'll catch you back here next time. And You have reached the end of the line. Please exit the train cars to your right. Please follow the ushers if you want to reach us on Twitter at NotThatSorryPod. On Instagram at NotThatSorryPodcast. For those of you who hop the turnstile for the ticket collector to come collecting. Please leave us a review and have a good day and a safe journey.